Igvot. Bereshul Savimori, I think we're up to the 11th Chazorah uh, session now, taking up at the beginning of the third parak. Misha Mesa Mutzal at the Fonal. Yudzayin on the base, the mission at the beginning. Misha Mesa Mutzal at the Fonal. Somebody who has a, <coughs> normally speaking, a close relative who is, um, his mate is placed in front of him for the time being, but assume literally he's in the same room, in the same domain as the mate. He's exempt from Kriyashima, also from Tfila and Tfilin. When we call Mitzvah, from all Mitzvah uh, mentioned in the Torah. Rashi says the reason is because he's Torah, he's preoccupied with thinking about the Kavura. Tosu says, he brings Yerushalmi, that it's uh, only during the times when you are also with the living, not with the dead. Those who are carrying the bed, the chirufei, and those who are going to, who are next in line to carry the coffin, the chirufei, chirufei, and those who are next in line after those who are next in line, eshel fina amitah, eshel acha amitah, those who are both those who are before the coffin, those who are following after the coffin, eshel fina amitah, serech bahem, taturim, the gerson we've got is like this, those who are before the bed, since the coffin will still need them, because it's coming their way, they're going to be carrying it, they are exempt from Kriyashima. Those who are behind the coffin, presumably the way you'd explain this is, even though there was a Tzorech for them in the past, Chayovin, they are now Chayov because they are no longer needed. This little bit of the Mishnah is very, very uh, difficult, the various Kirsois, Rashi, Tosus, Rabbein Yonah, the Rambam. The way it's brought down the Halacha is that basically whether they're in front of the coffin, whether they're behind the coffin, they are possible. Only the people who are, who are just there so Kobe Dame, they're just there to, they're the people who are high. But anyone who's actually Osuk, whether they are before the coffin, that's the Ramam's shot. It's a slightly different Girsois. But um, the basic idea is they're Potter from, uh, from Kriyashima uh, if they're Osuk with the bed. Otherwise they're Chayiv. The Edovedo, Baturim and Asfilo, both of them are exempt from Tfilo because Tfilo is something which, which, uh, which is, is um, not, it's not their right, it's their Abonon, and therefore, <coughs> The Rabbanon waved it in place of this, uh, of this, uh, Levaya. Kovru HaSameh, once they buried the dead, the Chazra, and they're on the way back. Im Yuchelin HaHaschur V'Likmar, Ashurei Yagi V'Ashurei. If they can begin and complete, for the time being, we'll assume the whole of Kriyashma, if they complete it before they reach the Shura, which is the line where they would converge and, uh, give, uh, Nechum, they would be Menachim, Na'avelim, Yaschidu, they should begin. Vimlav, and if not, Le Yaschidu, they shouldn't begin, because the very walking, the Rabbi Niyono says, is included in the mitzvah of the Nechum Avedim. And therefore, since, you, you, by the time the person gets back, he's going to need to come to them and he'll be in the middle of that first posseh, let's say. Therefore, we say, Oitzvah, mitzvah, posseh, mitzvah, Nechum Avedim is a mitzvah, the right of Gemilas Chasod, and therefore he's exempt. Ha'evidim Ashura, those who are standing in the Shura, counting the maze, ha'pinimiyim, those who are on the innermost circle, they can actually see the Ovel, the Turim, they are exempt from Kriyashima, but Chisoni, those who are on the outside, Chayovim, they are obligated. That, that's Hashem, will, that last line will clarify tomorrow. Says the Gemara, Mutalafonov in, we're just into the Gemara of the third parak, with Dynamadeh, Mutalafonov in, from the Mishnah, it would sound like, only if the mate is actually in front of him, then he is possible from Kriyashima, Tfilos, Filin, etc. But if the mate is not in front of him, then no, he wouldn't be exempt from all these mitzvahs. Or a mini. We ask a question, we've got a brighter which says, Misha Mesa Mutalafonov, if his mate is placed in front of him, Oichel Babayis Acher. Then when he eats, he should eat in a different house. They may know Babayis Acher, if he doesn't have another house, 
with no other choice, Masri Pono Baikhari should turn his face away and eat. And these, that, that, that part of it applies even on Shabbos. The Aloha applies even on Shabbos because it's nothing to do with because he's an Aini, therefore he's taught from Mitzvah. This is because it looks like Leigularos. And therefore, the Aloha that applies even on Shabbos. Ve'ena Mesa Baikhal, he shouldn't recline while eating, eat in a, in a sort of in a very relaxed fashion, in a comfortable position. And the Rishani says, again, whether it's the Aloha or not, is, uh, Seems basically says it's not brought down. Is the one shouldn't eat more than the more than is necessary. So Rachashulchan does mention not having delicacies. The einer echal dotsa, the einer sheitziyayin. He doesn't eat meat. He doesn't drink wine. Now here we go. The einer mavorech. Rashi learns means he does. He does not have to make the hamotzi before the bread. Tosfos learns it means he's not allowed to. The einer mizamin. Rashi says that means he does not need to make berakas hamolzon. Tosus learns that means he's not allowed to. Top of Yudchess Amadalus. Ve'im Mavarachin Olov. Rashi says that means others do not need to make Hamaytzi Fim. And Tosus will say that they're not allowed to make Hamaytzi Fim. Ve'im Mazamin Olov and they don't make, he's not, here Rashi just says it means they speak about why Rashi doesn't sort of change it there. But here he's not, he's not Messiah to Azimah. Even according to Rashi, even if you say he's not Mechuyah but he can bench, but he's not Messiah to Zimon because he's not Mechuyah like the others. And he's exempt from Kriya Shema Tfilah and Tfilah. When we call Mitzvah Amurus Vatera and from all the Mitzvahs mentioned in the Torah, that's the, the list during the week, that's, that's, that's how it goes. He's exempt from all Mitzvahs, all Mitzvahs says, even Dairaitis, uh, he's exempt. Lothar says, obviously not. Even the Rabbonans, he's not exempt. And as we said, Rashi says the reason is because of Eitzim and Mitzvah Potsam and Mitzvah, and therefore if he wants to, he can perform them. Whereas Tosa says the reason is because Kovid Amit, or because the mate is responsible to see to the arrangements for the Kavura, for the burial, and therefore he's not allowed to. It's not up to him, it's not in his hands. This is the Kovid Amit, or the Zorach Amit, it's not in his hands, therefore he's not allowed to perform the Mitzvah. Based on that, then Tosus goes through what happens if you've got other people to, to, to get, look after the arrangements, etc. We won't go through all the, the, the details of Tosus. But that's the, the basic Machlech, Rashi, and Tosus. Carries on the brighter. Yotches Amadalus, three lines down. But with Shabbos and on Shabbos, Mesa Ba'echel, he can recline and eat. He can eat Bosa, he can eat meat. Vashet Yain, he can drink wine if he wants. With and he's Mechuyah to make and people can make um, can make hamotzi for him. They can include him in the zimun. When you so since he's chayiv in these we've talked about, he's chayiv a kulon, this oinin on Shabbos, he's chayiv in all the mitzvahs. So Omer Rabbi Yechonon says, Rabbi Yechonon, my benai, what's the difference between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Shimon Begamliel? We say, Tashmish Hamitzvah Eka benayu. The difference is whether he has the mitzvah of oinah, 
of Tashmish with his wife on Friday night. The Tanakhama will say that he does not, and although some say that means he's not Chayev, the way we pass him is like the Tanakhama, meaning that he's not allowed to. Tashmish is also on, even though, he, even though it's Shabbos. Whereas Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, no, he's Chayev in Oina. Oina is like any other mitzvah, Shabbos is not Adidas, he's Chayev in the mitzvah of Oina on Friday night. But as I said, we pass him like the Tanakhama. So, Katani Mia. But what we want from this writer is, Al Kaponim, what we learned over here is, Totem in Kriyashima, Uminasfila, Uminasfila, that he's exempt from Kriyashima, Sefila, and Sfilin, Umikol Mitzvah, Amurus, Tatera, and from all the Mitzvahs mentioned in the Torah. Now, we talked about, even if he's eating in a different house, because the Brighter starts it off and says, when he eats, he shouldn't eat in front of the mate. And then the Brighter goes on saying, he's parted from all the Mitzvahs, implying, even if he's not together with a mate, he's in a different room. So, how does that fit? The Mishnah seems to say, only if Mason was telephoned, but the Mason in front of him. So, Omar al-Papa, answer al-Papa, Tirgamar al-Machazir Ponov v'Echel. That bit which says he's parted from all the Mitzvahs, translate it, in other words, explain it, on the case where he's eating in the same room, in the same domain as the maid, just he turns his face away. Because as you said, if there's no other house, he doesn't have a friend to go to, he doesn't have anything to make him a chitza with, then he just turns his face away and eats like that. So in that case we say, since he's eating in front of the maid, in the same domain, therefore he falls from all the mitzvahs in the Torah. That's what our Papa answers. He comes on a Ravashi, and Ravashi says no. This is the way, obviously, we pass in, it's like Ravashi. Ravashi Omar, given Shemutalol of the Kaiba, since he got responsibility as a relative, he got responsibility to bury this, this, uh, Nifta, Kumutalapanabdomi, he says, if the mate is placed in front of him, it doesn't mean geographically that the mate is in the same room. It means in terms of responsibility, the responsibility is placed in front of him. He has the responsibility to bury this, this, uh, dead person. Shalem, as it says, Sayokam Avram, that Avram, he rose up, from in front of his mate, i.e. in front of Sorah, and he went off. And then, Veneman, it says, he went to the Bnei Ches, and he says, I will bury my mate, Milafonai, from in front of me. Implying that even though she wasn't there anymore, it's still Milafonai. So this tells us, as long as he's got responsibility to bury this mate, it's melaphonoi. It's like it's actually in front of the person, that, and therefore all these denim apply. Again, that's obviously the way we pass again. An owning means he's got responsibility. He's a relative, he's got the responsibility, therefore he's potter from all the, from all the mitzvahs. Says the Gemara, mate in. I, the Mishnah seems to say only if it's his mate, it's his relative. But if he's looking after, if he's doing shmira on the mate, then he wouldn't be exempt. Is that really the case? Well, Tanya was sure to be blunt and abaita. Hamishana is on the some youth doing shmira for the mace. Abba Vishayna Mesa, even though it's not his mate, it's not his relative. Potam the Kriyashama in Asfira, I mean Asfidin with the Mikomitzvah, Amaras Batoda. He's potam in all the mitzvahs. Kriyashama, Silo, Tafirin, and all other mitzvahs as well. So, why do you only talk about Mesa? Even Mishamra, answer the Gemara. Mishamra, well, not no, but Mishamra, Abba Vishayna Mesa. There's two different in it. Meshamer Alpha Bishayna Mesa, if he's doing Shmira, he's taught to even though it's not his relative. And Mesa Alpha Bishayna Meshamer. And he's also exempt if it's his, his relative, even though he's not doing the Shmira. It's two different. Amish is talking about a case of relative. And the relative, 
he's exempt because it's his responsibility, even though he's not looking after the mace at that time. And the bride is talking about a different tour. It's actually a completely different tour of Eitzel the Mitzvah, according to everyone, because of Eitzel the Mitzvah, it's because he's doing Shemirah, not because it's his relative. Two different exemptions. Ask the Gemara, Meitai, Ava Bishayna Mishamirai, sorry, did that, Meitai Mishamirai in, so you're telling me that he's Potter, if it's his relative, it's his mate, or he's doing the gardening, he's doing the shmirah. Then in, then he's potter. Alba Mahadik the Vitakwaris life. But implying that if a person was just walking in a cemetery, he would not be exempt, he should be reading Kriyashama. For Tani Bashodi Vibrant in a Braita, Loyarik Adam Vitakwaris, a person should not walk in a cemetery, it's filling Barisha with spilling on his head. The Sevatura, in other words, whilst the spillin are showing, it should be covered, also the Tfilah Shariyad. It's just generally the Tfilah Shariyad is covered. But the straps, the person has to make sure they're covered as well. <coughs> the Sefer Torah of Israel, a person shouldn't walk in a Beisach Warid with a Sefer Torah in his arm, the Kori whilst reading. Some say that means Sefer Torah and reading, some say it could be either or. Right? Definitely reading without a Sefer Torah is definitely a problem. That's safe. It's not tough with a Sefer Torah. Saying Stokin is learning, of course he can't do that because it's Leg Loros. The question is just, what about just walking with a Sefer Torah is a Machlekes. Right? There are but the Sefer Torah is a problem on its, on its own, even if he's not learning. It's not worse, it's, it's just as bad though. Learning by heart, is, the only reason it talks about with the Sefer Torah is because you're not supposed to be saying Pesukim off by heart. Generally, unless the Pesukim which are well known. But uh, you stump Pesukim from the Torah, you're not supposed to be saying off by heart. That's what they said. That's why it talks about a Sefer Torah whilst you're reading. But then, Akhamani, if a person does say Pesukim of Hayat, he shouldn't have been doing so, or that Pesukim which are, a person is allowed to, they ask that Pesukim, if they're well known, then a person could say, you wouldn't be able to say those in a Beisach Boris. It's loved up with, that, that there's no question over. The question is, what about, if you just take the Sefer Torah and you don't learn, is that a problem as well? Is that like walking with Spinner? Is it a mitzvah to carry a Sefer Torah? Some learn, yes. Tals, etc. So, um, <coughs> thoughts. So, um, the Ibo second, if he does any of these, he transgresses that which is written, the one who mocks the poor man, i.e. the maid who can't learn anymore, can't perform mitzvahs, blasphemes his maker. So, answer the Gemara, there within Dalit Amit, it's forbidden for him to say Kriyashma, to learn, to wear Tfilin, but outside of the Dalit Amit, Chayyab is obligated. So, Omar, because Ma says, that a mace, he takes the four armors, they become his for Kriyashima. In other words, anyone within the Dalit Amis can't read Kriyashima. Whereas Hoka puts the Dalit Amis army potter. The Chiddush of Mesa or Mishamara is that he's potter even if he's outside the Dalit Amis. If it's his, his relative, he could be in a different house, he said. Shemira as well. If he's doing Shemira, the mace may be there and he's, he's here. It's more than Dalit Amis. He's still not. He's, he's still exempt from Kriyashma and all these other mitzvahs. Right, we spoke about the halacha, school on the sheets, the different shitters there. It's quite complicated, but the different shitters about, uh, I mean, the final halacha was, was, was quite clear that, generally speaking, even if a person is outside of the Dalit Amas of an actual kever, of an actual grave, if he's within the vicinity of the graveyard where there are going to be kvarim, buried, there are going to be people buried, it's better, it's a chumrah it's the way we pass it. It seems it's a Khumra, but it's better that a person, and the Allah really, a person shouldn't walk in with spinning at all. Or sits hanging out, as you're going to see, 
once in the sort of the area of the Beisak Waris. <coughs> but as I said, it's all spelled out on, on the uh, on the handout from this token. Go for. Let's recap. He said, somebody's looking after a mate. He's doing Shemirah. Even though it's not his mate, it's not his relative. He's exempt from all mitzvahs. If there were two of them, two people doing the Shemirah, then this one does the Shemirah and this one reads. And then they switch. The other one does the Shemirah, well, it's the first one who... Now that they switch around, one reads Kriya Shema, while the other one does Shmir, and then they switch. Then as I am, then Ami says, How you boy not seen if they were coming on a ship, the coffin was being transported on a, sh- on, uh, on a ship, Menichah Bezov Izzu, they can leave the coffin in one corner, and it's Talon in Shanaim Bezov Itzacheres, and the two of them can dive in, in the other corner. Says the Gemara, My Benai, what's the difference between the Tanakhama and Ben Azai? Omar Avinah says, Avinah Cheshishin Nachbori Mikhabeinayu. The question is, are we worried about mice even on a ship? That's what Rashi seems to explain, even on the ship. So the Tanakama holds, Masobar Chayshinan, the Tanakama holds, we're worried about mice even on a ship, and therefore he needs Shmir on a ship, and therefore they can't both sort of go away and daven. You need at least one person to be doing Shmir to make sure that the body's spiritually look after, but also that no mice are, are, uh, are approaching the coffin. And therefore at no time should they both be davening. Whereas Ben Allah said, that's only when you're on dry land. But on a ship, no mice are going to be coming around there. The two of them can go off into a different corner and dive in at the same time. La Aloha will be passing around this Tanakama, and therefore the Aloha is they should always, if there's, some, if there's two of you doing Shmira, one should be doing Shmira, and the other one can read Kriyashma and then make a switch. You should not both be going off to do, um, <coughs> to dive. Tanarabana, next, uh, next one. The Tehillim, I think, because, again, this comes back to what we were discussing, like, uh, saying Kaddish and all these things. The Orach often says, he says, all these supplications we say, he says, since it's for Kovid Ahmed, he says, that's what he thinks, it, it, that, that's why it seems it's, uh, it's not a problem. Yeah? He, I don't know if you mentioned even Tehillim, but he says that the Kosher, and that's why I quote, the Kosher of Asana It seems he's not so convinced by it, but the Mai says still, it's, uh, and the Tehillim are said, obviously, for the, for the mace itself. And therefore, that's why, I don't know, I don't know if a person should be doing it outside. I mean, the, again, Shemira is, uh, after Leibla Rosh, is only from within the Daladamas. I don't know, it'd be interesting to know whether the Shemira, the person who's doing Shemira, if you do the Shemira outside of the Daladamas, is it better to say the Tehillim for the mace outside of the Daladamas? They say actually by the mace. So that, that, as I said, that, that goes along with the, I mean, it's, they, it goes back earlier in the Arach HaShulfa. It's brought, I think, it was, was it Drisha who mentions this already? The, 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 yeah, it's a Drisha, he talks about it. It says the Kazin and all these things, because it's Kavad Ameh, he says it's, uh, the Arach HaShulfa says a lot of the extras that we do nowadays, I think he possibly talks about it at the time of Shemirah. He says it's because it seems it goes along with that, that's where the Menai comes from. The, as I said, it would be interesting, but it would be better to do it outside of Dhamma, so it really makes no knock in it. It may be, it may well be, this is probably, I don't know if you remember back on Dachim and on the days, we had a Machlech to show you there, I don't know if you remember about setting up a yeshiva by the, by the Keva, set up a yeshiva, so it says they have to be outside the Daladamas. Other Rishonim say no, because it's for Kovid Amit. We're talking about somebody like Chizkiyo, who is always learning, Tafka somebody like that, who is always learning, 
So to set up a yeshiva by his kever, on the contrary, is the biggest cover. So he says, no, outside the Daladan. We said at the time, the Machlekas is, is Leglarosh, yeah, with the story we explained at the time, is Leglarosh, is the fact is, this person can't learn anymore. Very nice, you want to say, look what a Tanakhopa, it doesn't make a difference. He can't learn, you're learning, that is Leglarosh. Or do you think that the Leglarosh is, because they say, look, we're learning, you wasted your life, now you're regressing every moment you didn't turn. The guy's regressing it. He's, you know, he's, every moment he wasted, he's regressing now. And he sees, I'd love to learn. So in which case, somebody like Chetio, his whole life is learning, say it's the biggest cover. Uh, we said at the time, and based on that, comes the question of Hesedon. When making Hesedon, can you quote Stukin? Can you quote the Torah? It would depend on that. If it's because, if it's regular or it's stam, you're not allowed to quote the Torah, then even in Hesedon, you can't quote the Torah. If it's, the, the problem is because it's regular or you're making fun of him, but it, because it's not covered then, but this is his covered, I'm quite the Pesukim for his covered, then I could. Now obviously the prevailing minhag, as we said at the time, was, like the Roshonim would say, that it's, uh, if it's for covered, I'm eight, it's not a problem. That is, and it's brought in Shulchan Aruch. But as they point out, that a person should be said this at the time, not to get carried away. Because uh, people point out that sometimes people make a whole hashtag, they, they, they just want to say their Debrei Torah, that's how they quote it. It's their own covered, they want to say their Debrei Torah. And they make some link at the end of the scene, as a Chavrosa might want to put it, to the whole Debrei Torah, and it says then, this was the name. Everything I've said, that was the name. Everyone's thinking, okay. <laughs> what the link is, that, that was the link. He says, you've got no right to do that. And that that's mentioned in the Nosekele, the Shulchan Aruch, it's got to be there is a genuine link. But that, as we said, that's what we said at the time. Okay. Tonerabola. Well, Nyutchesa Medalov, 1, 2, 3, 4 lines down into the wide line. Tonerabola. Hamelech Adom is somebody transporting the bones of a mate, Milokim Namokim, from one place to another. Harizenda, you can name it the Sake, you shouldn't put them into a sack. Yitzhne Magavi Hamar, and put them on the donkey, Vyakavadem, and ride on them. Because he's treating them as a bizoyan, to ride on top of them as a bizoyan. But if he's afraid of Goyim, who may play this and because of bandits, <coughs> and if he, he needs to get away quickly enough so they're protecting them, then Musa is allowed to do that. In the same way that they said with the bones, so too they said with the Sefer Torah. Says the Gemara, Ahaya, what's that going on? What do you mean the same with the Sefer Torah? The same as what? The Reisha, the Sefer, the Heta, the Isra, what case? If you say it's going on the ratio, that's stun. In a normal situation, you can't just sit on the bones. You can't sit on the Sefer Torah. Well, for Shita, that's obvious. Of course you can't. Me got our Sefer Torah, may Thomas, is the Sefer Torah any worse than the bones? Elo, our Sefer, rather, must be going on the Sefer, i.e., that when a person is escaping from the bandits, what otherwise would have been also becomes Mutter. And I've said it that way, because the question is what exactly becomes Mutter. Okay, we have three Shittas there. We had Tosfus who said, exactly as the bones. Exactly as the bones. I.e., just like the bones, you can sit on them if you're running away, so if necessary, sit on the Sefer Torah. If that's what you need, do it. So Tosfus says also, another halach he says, when you're stunned, you're not escaping, you're allowed to put the bones over your back, so through the Sefer Torah, you can do the same. According to Tosfus, there's absolutely no difference. The Rambam comes along, and he says, no, there is a difference. <coughs> The Ramam says that if you're riding away from the, um, if you're stum riding, he says you can't put it over your back to say to Torah. You have to carry them 
you have to carry the safer Torah in your, you know, in your lap. That's the way you have to carry it. Oh, if you're escaping from bandits, then even if you need to sit on it, you're allowed to sit on the safer Torah. Okay? Then the riff wasn't in between. The riff said, no. He said, I agree with the Ramam. If your stum riding away, stum you're riding, you're not allowed to even put it over your back, you have to carry it in your lap. Opposite the heart. If you're escaping from bandits, he says, I don't agree with the Ramam, you can sit on it. You can put it next to you. But you can't sit on it. You definitely can't sit on it. I'd rather the bandits take the safer Torah rather than you actively treat it with a bazaar. We explained the, the longness and we explained it. We won't go into that again. Those are the three shetas. La halacha. La halacha. It would seem the Shulchan Aruch goes with the Rambam, which is generally you have to treat it with their covered. You only carry a safer Torah in your lap. You never put it down next to you or over your back. And if you're escaping from bandits, then if necessary, you can put it on the... On the uh, on the, even sit on it if absolutely necessary. Then the Nosekadim speak about it, the Shach speaks about it, the bottom line says the Shach is, he says, if it's absolutely necessary, you're allowed to do whatever, it need, whatever is necessary to save the safer Torah. But obviously, do, do everything you can to treat it with the maximum COVID that is possible. Carries on the Gemara. Omar, Rechobo, Omar, Av Yehudah. Anyone who sees a maze, and doesn't accompany the maze, Says Rabbi Yehuda, at least Daladamus, at least Daladamus. Over Mishum Leig Laros Chelif Eseu, he is over on this pasuk of making fun of the of the um, of the poor dead man. The im Hilavahu, if he did, uh, he was Malava him, he accompanied him. Master Chora, what's the reward? Amar Ravasi says Ravasi, all of our kolsevim about him. The pasuk says Malve Hashem Chenin Dal. That's literally the way it's read is one who lends, but we're translating as Malaveh Hashem. Somebody who is chenin dal, somebody who is gracious towards the poor man, in other words, he accompanies the mace, Hashem says, I consider it as if Malaveh Hashem, you've accompanied Hashem. When Mechabadoi, chenin avyan, and somebody who shows grace to the poor man, the poor dead person, HaKadosh Baruch says, I consider it as if you have honoured me. So that's our law, if a person sees a mace, he actually sees the mace, he has to accompany it for a minimum of four hours, if the mate, if there's a very bad turnout at the Levaya, let's say, then he has to accompany it all the way to the Beit HaKvoris, to the actual Kabura. Rabbi Chiyo, Rabbi Yenosan, Abu Shokli, Ba'odle, Beit HaKvoris. They were walking along in the, in the cemetery, Habu Koshadiyo Techelta, Rabbi Yenosan, and the Techelas, the, the uh, strings of the, of the sitzes of Rabbi Yenosan, they were hanging down over the, over the graves. Omale Rabbi Chiyo, Rabbi Chiyo said to Rabbi Yenosan, Dalye, lift them up. In order that the Mason shouldn't say, Lamachar tomorrow, boy, they're coming to us, they're going to die. And now they're literally blaspheming, they're making fun of us. So, <coughs> the Rabbi Yonah says, you see from here, seemingly, that a person doesn't have to actually cover the sitters, it's enough just to make sure they're not actually dangling on the, on the Kavarim. Says Rabbi Yonah, and nowadays that's changed. And the Allah is like this as well. Because that's only in times when they used to wear their stumble gods. I mean, if they had a four-cornered beggar, they put on the sitters. But nowadays, we bedaska wear a beggar to put on the sitters. So we bedaska putting on a beggar for a mitzvah, that's a much bigger sort of bizarre to the mate. You know, if you've done, you've got a beggar, so I have to put on sitters. No, it's, it's enough just to lift them up. But if you're bedaska putting on a beggar, that's, that you've got no right to do. So therefore, if you have to ask to take it off, you just cover the sitzes. That's how often you cover the sitzes. 
um, carries on the ground. Tosafot spoke about what they actually do with the mason, whether whether the mason are, are buried with the sitzis. There are basically three shetters there. Some places they don't put the sitzis on at all; they take off the sitzis. Some places they bury with the sitzis, says Tosafot, and others what they do is they bury with the sitzis and they put the sitzis into the corners. Now we spoke about what the men are at least here is nowadays. But the bottom line is, it's irrelevant. Even if they bury them with sitzis, we are mitzvah, we are commanded in the mitzvah, they're not, and therefore the halacha is that we have to cover the sitzis in the vicinity of a mace. So that's what Rabbi Shia said to Rabbi Yonason, he said, lift up the sitzis. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yonason said to him, Umi, are they kulehai? Do the mason know so much? They really know what's going on down here. They can see me, you know, dangling the sitzis. So Hakasi Bashuri writes in the Pasik about Mitsumain Om Yodi Muhammad the dead don't know anything. So Omalay Srabihiya said to him, in Karis Leshanis. If you've learned the Pasik, if you read it once, you obviously didn't read it a second time, as as uh, Rashi says, to understand what it's talking about. Im Shanis, if you did, you did it a second time, Lo Shalash, you obviously didn't do it a third time. And Im Shalash, if you did it a third time, Lo Pirishulas, no one ever explained to you the Pshat and the Pasik. In other words, you didn't have that fourth time. Because on the fourth time, somebody must have ex- should have explained it to you. And as you explain, because it's not considered learned until you do it four times. And Keith showed me that actually Ben Yoda says like that shot here as well. So the off means the fourth time. I'll see, he said, I'll tell you shot in the pasuk. Let's go back a little bit first. Because the living know that they're going to die. This refers to the tzaddikim, the even when they're dead, they're called living. Shenemah says, "Ben Ayo ben Yoyado, ben Ishchai ben Ayo ben Yoyado, the son of a living man, Rav Toyalim." I'll leave it on translate. Literally, he's a man of action, a lot of work, uh, of doing. Mikabzel, we're going to translate an expression of gathering, gathering together. Who hekoyes Shenei Ariel? He smote the two Ari. Uh, sorry, we're going to translate it as the years of Ariel, referring to the Beis Hamikdash Moel. And he went down the Hikwa Sari and he, he smoked the lion to Sechabur inside the pit for Yamashadek on the day of snow. What does this mean? Says the Gemara, Yutchas on the day, top of the page, Benish Chai. Otsukulealma Benemeitin with everyone else, the sun, everyone's else walking around dead? What do you mean Benish Chai? Everyone's alive. And Benish Chai, what it means to say is Shafidu Bimisoto Korichai. Then even when he's dead, he's called the living. Rafayalim. Why? Because he does not, because we said. Rav Payalim Mikatzel, Sheriba the Kibbeitz Payalim La Torah. That he increased and he gathered together workers for Torah. That's Rav Payalim Mikatzel. He gathers people together, the Payalim, to learn Torah. Vuhu Hekoyes Shenei Ariyam Noyot. What does that mean? Shalohiniach Konoitzel. He didn't leave like him. Lobe Mikdash Rishon, Lobe Mikdash Sheni, not in the first bias, not in the second Mikdash Mikdash. There were none like him. He was the most righteous. In other words, that's he has it as Shanae, the years of the Ariel of the Beit Hamikdash, Moyov, which was built by people who came from Moyov, i.e. David and Shlomo Amelas, so says, he has it, and his Sitkus was way up above all of them. <coughs> and he went down and he smoked the lion, Mesechabo, inside the pit, for on the day, on the snowy day. Some say the that he broke the ice, the pieces of ice, and he went down and he tobled. Rashi says, because he was a Baal he wanted to learn Torah. So he went down into the Bur, Vuyarat, he went down the Hekoya to Ari, according to this, we haven't actually explained what Ari is, Ari presumably is still the Torah, but Zechabur inside the pit, that refers to the 
the mikvah, the Yemashonik on the icy day. Rabbi said, why, why, would you, why would you worry about Baal Keri? As Tosh asked him, Baal Kama, that then he came later with Ezra. And we answered, it seems that even if there was no Chiyov yet, until Ezra came along, but to learn Torah B'Gdush of it's not totally on Chiyov, it's a good thing to do nonetheless. Ikadami, others say, the Thomas Sifra the Beirav, that he taught Torah Kernim, the Yom of the Sifra, on the wintry day, he didn't make any excuses, I can't get out, it's too cold this morning, it's icy, it's slippery, he went out and he taught it. And according to that, the way you learn it, it's Fuhu Yorad, he went down, the Hikor, Esra, and he took on the Ari, is one of the hardest pieces of, of Torah we have, Torah Kernim, the Seichabur, is the Seich, it's in the middle, because Vayikra, Torah Kernim is on Vayikra, which is the middle Seifa of the Torah, Vayim HaSholek, even on the icy, wintry days. The next part of the Fosfog, which is the part which, which was in question, the dead don't know anything. It doesn't mean they don't know what's going on down here, says Rabbi Chiyo. Rather, it means, these are the wicked. Even during their lifetime, they're called dead. They're walking around dead. Shenema, as it says, Beato, and you, Cholol, Rosha, you are a Cholol, a dead corpse, because you're a Rosha. Nisi Yisrael, the Prince of Yisrael. Be'ibah is emo, or we can say me'achah from the following pasuk. Al Tishan I made him by the words, the mouth of two witnesses. Oishalosh I made him, or three witnesses. Yomat Hamid, the dead should be put to death. Chayu, he's alive. He's not dead because otherwise you can't put him to death. Ela Hamid me'akara. Rather, it means since he did something to be Chayyim, he's a Rasha. Then he's considered already dead. He said, that's Shav Amitim Einam Yedim Oma. The people in their lifetime, Einam Yedim Oma, they know nothing. They think they're living the life, they're dead. You know, there was, I think a beautiful Moshe which brings it out is, you know, kids, I don't know if I'm, I'm definitely not, not in this, this series, we haven't said this Moshe. The, uh, you know, you get a kid who comes home from a fair, from a feast, he's won a, you know, he's won, he's won a, uh, a goldfish. So his father goes and buys him a little bowl, you know, lives out the first, first few hours, and the, um, and the child, all excited, and after a day or two, he realizes the goldfish doesn't do very much. One day he comes home, and the goldfish jumps out of the bowl. What does the goldfish do outside the bowl? It starts flipping. He says, Daddy, Daddy, you got it all wrong. Look, now, this, what do you put it in water for? The father runs it. He says, Child, it looks like now it's really living. It's doing something. It's, act- it's active. But the father understands something with a little more wisdom, a little more foresight, understands that no. It's doing everything to find a little bit of life, a little bit of water. That's why it's flipping around. So too, people walk around in this world dead. So they have to find some action, whether it's drugs, whether it's discos, but it's, it's, that's the outside world. They feel so dead, they have to find something to give them some sort of uh, meaning of life. If you've heard me speak about this in the past, you, you may remember the other one about the skydiving from Shem Pinkus. So this is the, uh, the idea here. Avon Yedim Roma, they know nothing. And therefore they have to find something, some meaning in life. So that's what they, but they're dead. They're really dead. V'nei Rabbi Chia, Nofuk, the Kiryas are, carries on the Gemara, the first middle-sized line, you test on the base. V'nei Rabbi Chia, the children of Rabbi Chia, Nofuk, the Kiryas are, they went out to the estate of their father after he was Nefta, to sort out whatever their estate needed, the land needed, and obviously they were, whilst they were walking, they were learning, and they forgot their learning. So, they were painting themselves to try and remember it. So one of them said to his brother, 
to his friend, literally, Yoda Avun Bahai Sarah, does our father, um, Avun Bahai Sarah, our father knows about this, he knows about this pain. So Omari Idoff, the other one said to him, Minoy Yoda, how, from where should he know? The Oxtiv surely writes, surely the Postic writes, that Yichbadu Bonov, his children will, presumably it's an expression of becoming heavy, but the Yoda, but he, but the Yedo, he won't know anything about it. He doesn't know about our pain that we've got in our learning. Omari Idoff, the other one said back to him, but the Yoda, he doesn't know. The Oxtiv surely writes in the Postic, after the sorrow all of Yichol, that his flesh will feel the pain over him. Venapsha all of Tevon and his and his uh, soul will mourn his his uh, state. So you see that he that they do know what's going on. says, that the, the vermin for the dead is, is, is painful, it's hard for him, like the needle in the flesh of the living. So Omri they answer, they say no. Bissaro did who yodi? They know about their own pain. But Bissaro the acharin or the yodi? But they wouldn't know about the pain of anyone else. They wouldn't know about the pain of their children who have forgotten. There's only that they wouldn't know about. And as we explained, very important to know, it does not mean that the mace, the body feels the pain of the, of the you know, de- decomposing. That's not what it means. It means that the neshama, or as the Maharal puts it, the body for the schiachamitim, but the neshama says, which is watching the decomposing going on, then a shama feels the pain. We explained it last week, we spoke about it, but that's just a very important uh, uh, point to make, says the Maharal, because people make a, he said, a fundamental mistake, because only the shoitim think that it's the, I think he uses the word shoitim or something like that, the toyim, only such people make such a mistake to think it's, uh, it's to be taken literally the body itself. Ask the of Allah, they don't know what's going on. Well, Tanya, but surely we've learned in a brighter. Maise there was a story with a certain chosid, Shenosan Dinar Leoni, we say we, we said it was probably Rabbi Yoda Bar Eloi. I think it was. Was Rabbi Loza Bar Eloi? Which one was it? Huh? We said Rabbi Yoda? Yeah, Rabbi Yoda Bar Eloi. Very good. Okay. Um, so he was. Um, so yeah, Shenosan Dinar Leoni, but Erev Rosh Hashanah. And Erev Rosh Hashanah, and Oni came knocking the door, he gave him a dinar, a coin. Vishnei Batseris was in the years of famine. His wife got all upset with him. She said, you're spurning all our money. So that night he went and slept in the Beit Forest. This took place in a dream, as we said, and it was the Beit Forest because he had to go and search, seek out Parnassar. I'll just read the Gemara as if to be taken literally. But as I said, just to bear in mind, maybe it took place in a dream, this whole thing. And perhaps all in one go, even though it's sort of spanned over a few years. He heard two spirits of Nathan speaking to one another. One said to her friend, my, my friend, come, let's literally swim, let's fly through the world. And we can hear from behind the fence in Shomayim, what punishment is coming to the world. The other one said to her, because I'm buried in a mass of reeds. And therefore my body's not decomposing, and if my body's not decomposing, my neshama, my ruach is all trapped. you should go, now that you hear, immediately come back and tell me. So she went along the shota, she flew up, and she came back, and she said to the other one, and sorry, the other one said to her, my friend, what did you hear from behind the fence? So she said to her, Shamati I heard Shikalazariya Rishana. Anyone who sows in the first 
rains in the first season of planting, Borod Malkaisai, then hail will come along and it will wipe it out. Because by the time the hail comes, it already has ripened or somewhat and it will have hardened and therefore it will be uh, brittle and it will be broken by the Borod. Holachus, he went along with Zorab and Revi he, he sowed in the second rain. In other words, he waited a little bit. Shekalahilam Kura, everyone else's locker got wiped out by the smith and by the Borod. Shalolo Loka and his didn't. The Shalolachus, the next year, Holach along the Vesak Forest. He went and spent the night in the Vesak Forest again. The Shomayus on Shkei Rukh Hashem Esaparitzun Zuya, the two spirits speaking to one another. Omer Ochazal Achavet, so one said to her friends, Boi Menoshvahilam, come, let's go up in the world. Venishma Meachay Apargo, let's hear from behind the division, behind the Mechitza. Ma'apurom is Bala'ilam, what punishment is coming to the world? Omer Allah. So the other one said to her, Chavet, my dear friend, look up on my Tilach, didn't I tell you last year? Ain't Yechayla, I'm not able to. Shani, Kavura Vamachatela Shalkonim, because I'm buried in a mass of reeds. El or rather, lichi art, you should go along. Umacha atchenat, and what you hear, boy, come back, we immediately and tell me. So once again, Holchos, she went alone, Vishota, and she flew up, and one, she came back. Vomerol, Chaverta, and the other one said to her, my, my dear friend, Masha, Mark, me, Achei, Apag, what did you hear from behind the, the, the uh, Mechitza? Omerol, so she said to her, Shamati, I heard, Shakala, Zeria, Berivia, Shaniel, this time, anyone who says in the second rain, she's often Malka, he said, they blast, a strong blast of wind will come and just wipe it out because it'll be too weak. It's been only recently planted. It'll be blown away. So this time, this chosid, he ran his nose in the first season. Everyone else is who obviously waited in the second season. They thought, based on last year's, uh, what's going to happen based on last year's um, <coughs> results, they all sowed in the second one and therefore theirs all got blown away. The hits didn't. Omer says, his wife said to him, Tell me, why last year did everyone else say they got smitten by the Borod, and yours didn't? But this year, it's the other way around. Theirs all got blasted by the wind, and yours didn't. You sowed early this year. What's happened? Where's your inside information from? So he told her all the, the, the whole account, all the story. Omri, they said, oh, you young and what's him? It wasn't, it was only a few days. It wasn't even a few days before the wife of that, of that, uh, Chosid, um, uh, there was an argument between her, and the mother of that young lady who was buried in the, buried in the massive reeds. Omri, Allah. So the, the, uh, wife of the Chosid said to the mother, Lichi, come there, and I go and I'll show you, Betech, your daughter, she kabura b'machat selashal konim, that she's buried in a massive reef. And therefore your daughter hasn't even, she's not knowing of any rest. The Shana Acheres, the next year, Holach Vodom B'Vesak Voris. Once again, the Chosid went for the third time, he spent the night in the B'Vesak Voris. Erev Rosh Hashanah, when the night of Rosh Hashanah, V'shona Oisam Ruch Hashem Esapar Zoom Zoom. He heard the two spirits speaking with, with one another. Omer lo, so one said to the other, Chaveti, my, my, my dear friend, come once again, let's go, maybe this year you're ready, come, let's fly up in the world, and hear from behind the fence, from behind the mechitza, what the punishment is going to be this year. Omer lo, so the other one said to, Chaveti, my dear friend, the well, we've spoken about the masses, we've spoken about between me and you, Kavar Nishmu Ben Achayim, they've already been heard amongst the living. So 
Almost we see, Yodhi, that they know what's going on. How do they know? They must be, they heard this argument and they must know. So says, it's not a raya. Dilma in a shachar in a shach, and maybe somebody else was nifter. But also, then he went to Amadu and told them what had transpired. There would be this argument. Maybe that's, but not that they actually know as, as, um, <coughs> Jonathan? Is that right, guys? Yeah? As, as just, I don't want to get the wrong name. But, uh, as he put it, in, in real time. I think that was best put that way. In real time. They don't know in real time, they hear afterwards. Toshima. Another story. Zire, he used to deposit his money with his, uh, with his host. And whilst he went to the base of and came back, Shekhiva, she, she was nifter. He went after to literally the courtyard of the dead to seek his money. Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's the money? She said to him, Zilchok Lenu Mitusei B'Tsinura D'Dosha Go take them Mitusei from underneath B'Tsinura D'Dosha The hinge of the door B'Duch Palan in such and such a place V'Eim Alon Iman At the same time, perhaps you could just tell my mother Tishadadi Masrikoi That she should send for me my comb V'Gupsoi D'Kuchalo And my tube of eyeshadow V'Avi Palanisa With such and such a lady T'Asya Lamachar Who's coming tomorrow Rashi says the idea is not that she actually needs her comb. It's a way of expressing out of She died so young. So Alma Yogi, you see, they know what's going on. How does she know that so-and-so is going to die the next day? Nothing, because she could see that this young lady, the other lady, is going to die the next day. She was a ghost day. She was on the verge of death. So it's not a proof. Maybe Duma is the star. He's the officer who's appointed over the dead. He has made an announcement that so-and-so is going to die tomorrow. It's a good question. You're, you're asking, how, how do we know? Maybe when she died, the first one died, maybe the other one was already on the verge, the verge of death. Yeah? But how, I mean, perhaps you could say, how do you know she's, she's going to die tomorrow then? If she was, if, if she was an absolute ghostess, then she should already be dead. Ghostess means literally she's a mummish on the verge of death. And if she's not a ghostess, then that's why she's, you know, in her final days, how do you know it'll be tomorrow? Maybe it'll be two days. It's a, it's a fact, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a good point. I think that's uh, the fact that she knew precisely, it must be she knew she, as Rosh said, she was a ghost. She was literally dying just a matter of hours. And obviously, it's presumably happened that night. No, and she's saying the next morning it's ready, it's going to be all over. Toshima, a third story. The father of Shmuel, they used to deposit with him the money of Yosemite orphans. When he was Nifter, his son Shmuel was not with him to receive instructions. So they began, people started naming him, labeling, labeling him as a, a man, the son of the, <coughs> a person who eats the, the money of Yosemite. And obviously he's stolen the money. So his son obviously didn't want that to, so Allah about Shmuel went to Asuna Chatzar Moves, to the graveyard. Omaru, he said to, the, to them, 
he saw all the Nefoshes sitting around there, Rashi says, Ba'ina Abba, I want Abba. Omer, they say, said to him, Abba Tuvah here, there's many people called Abba here. Omer, he said to them, Ba'ina Abba Ba'aba, I want something called Abba Ba'aba. Omer, they said to him, Abba Ba'aba, Nami Tuvah here, there's many people called Abba Ba'aba here as well. You've got to be more specific. Omer, he said to them, Ba'ina Abba Ba'aba, Abu Adi Shmuel. There's only one Abba Ba'aba who's the father of Shmuel. Hey, where is he? Omer, they say, said to him, um, <coughs> sorry, Omer, they said to him, Salik Limitif to Terekiah. Go up. To uh, he's, he's he has gone up. Did we get through his last time? Is it a command or is it? Uh, he has gone up. He has gone up to the. He's gone up to the Masif to the Rakia to the Yeshiva to Rakia of the sky. The Yeshiva Shemar. So fine, he went up. Shemar followed up. At that point, Chodi the Levi the Yosef Ebroi. He saw Levi sitting outside the the Masifta. Omar Eisi said to Levi, Am I your Why are you sitting outside? My time alone time Why haven't you gone in? Omar Eisi said to him, So Omar Eisi, because they, they've said to me, Shani, that all those years, they're a Sunika, the Mesifta to Rabbi Ephes. So you didn't went during your lifetime. You didn't go into the base HaMedosh of Rabbi Ephes. But Chalish de Ledati, you called him, you called him Chalish Ladas, upset. Loma Eilinon Lok, the Mesifta to Rekia. We won't let you into the base HaMedosh up above. At the that point, Osa Abuah, Sorry, I said before that he actually went up. He didn't go up. Shmuel didn't actually go up to the Sifta Terekiah. His father came to him. And he saw that his father was crying and laughing. Omar Isi said to his father, My time is why are you crying? Omar Isi said to him, Because you're coming soon. You don't have much longer to live. My time is why are you laughing? He said, Because you're very choshev in this world. Omar Isi said to his father, If I'm so choshev, let them take in Levi into the Masifta. By Yeru and Levi, they did so. Omalis, he said to his father, Where's the money of the Yisraelim? Omalis, his father said to him, Zil, go, Shaklenu, take them, the Amsa, the Rechaya, in the base of the, of the mill. Eloyu, <coughs> to say, the money at the top and the bottom, he's on his house. Umi, say, the money in the middle of the Yasmi is that, that's of the Yisraelim. Omalis, he said to his father, My time is about to talk. Why did he do it like that? Amalisi said to him, because Ike Gonde, if they steal, let them steal from us. Ganon will always go for the money at the top. It's the most convenient place. If the land, the ground literally eats up the money, in other words, damages it, makes it go uh, rusty, corrodes it, and at least let it happen to our money at the bottom. The money in the middle is safe from both of those. That's why I put the money they save in there. Almost the other component you see from this is they know what's going on. Either, as Rashi says, <coughs> because otherwise, how did he know who's so Khoshov? How did he know who's Khoshov? Must be because he knew. He could see what was going on in, 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 you know, in, the, in the world. Lady was, was actually a contemporary of, uh, of uh, Shmuel, I think a, a good friend of Shmuel. He just called Levi. He was, he was, uh, he was one, one, one of the uh, Amorites. So, um, <coughs> so, yeah. So, so he said, uh, uh, you know, because otherwise, how would he know who's, who's Choshev? That's the way Rashi learns. Tosis learns that the, 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 the point is, how would he know that Shmuel's about to, he's going to die soon? It must be, because he knows what's going on, that Shmuel is, you know, he's, he's ill. 
Because don't tell me Duma would have uh, you know called out. It's, it's, he's not saying he's going to die tomorrow. Duma doesn't know, even he doesn't know so early on. So Al Kaponim Shalom you take you see that Shmuel that the father of Shmuel who was dead knows what goes on in this world. Answer the Gemara. Um, Answer the Gemara. Duma Shani Shmuel. Maybe Shmuel was different. Kim and the Choshev because since he was so Choshev, Kodme Omachrezi they called out early. Panu Mokoim, um, clear a place for him because he's going to die soon. Up in Shemayim, clear a place for him. So our components, whether you go with Rashi or Tosus, the idea is that really they don't know what's going on in this world. They can't, his father couldn't see what Shemuel was doing in this world. He couldn't know how Koshul Shemuel was compared to others. But, in Shemayim, how, how did he know that he was going to be so Koshul in Shemayim? Either because Dumar came along and he announced, you know, even though normally I don't know so, so early, but because Shemuel so Koshul, we need to, he announced it early. So, based on that, he knew, number one, he was obviously a Choshev person, from amongst the very Choshev, amongst even the, the living. Um, or, do you know something? I think I actually mistranslated the Gemara. It just hit me now. When he said the Chashiva Bahai Alma, the Choshev in this world, you just double check this, that the Chashiva Bahai Alma means in Olam Azer. Yeah? To me, this or that? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Very, oh, I mean, sort of. That's why it, it just hit me, because I couldn't... Why did Rosh talk about Chosh Ben Right. It goes like this. Let, let, let me just explain this. When he saw his father laughing, he said to him, why are you laughing? He said, because you're very Chosh of Baha'i Armour. Now, what does he mean by Baha'i Armour? Okay, this is a correction from now and from the previous year as well. Okay? That you are Choshev, Rashi learns it means in this world means Olam Azeh. I see your Choshev in this world, says Rashi. How did he know that he was Choshev in this world? How did he know? Nasi Kadima was going on, he was going on in the, in the, in Olam Azeh. Answer no, that's not how he knew. It's because the fact that Zuma made this announcement so early, clear the place, he knew obviously Shema was a very Choshev a person, and Nasi is a very Choshev a person in Olam Azeh. That's the way Rashi learns it. Tosus? Who, who, who says that actually in Athletics, Rashi and Tosus? No, it's, it's the last Tosus. It's self-implied from Tosus. So that's the reason why Tosus doesn't, doesn't, learn, doesn't learn like Rashi. Tosus learns that no. What he said to him was, you're Choshot in, in, uh, in, in this world, the world, the world which I'm in. His father's saying. So, now how does he know? How does he know? Sorry, no, 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 sorry, that's not, no, right. He said you're very Hoshim in, 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 uh, in, in the world where I am. So, the, so the Gemara says, you see from here, he must know what's going on in the living. What, says, says, what's that? It can't be the fact that he knows he's Hoshim, because that's, because he's, he's there. He knows he's Hoshim in Olam Abba. That's where, where the father is. So that can't be the Pshat. Rather, says, so says, the Pshat is, how do you know that he knows what's going on in the month of living? Because how do you know Shmuel was about to die? He obviously knew that Shemuel was, was, was ill. Yeah? So he knows what's going on in this world. On that, the Gemara says, no, he heard from above that Shemuel was going to die. Are it's still early? Yeah, but because Shemuel was so close, they made an early announcement. Okay? So again, just to make that absolutely clear. According to Rashi, his father was laughing because he's Choshev in Olam Azeh. 
How did he know his Choshem in this world? This is Gemara. How did he know his Choshem in Elam Azeh? The father of Shemuel was no longer amongst the living. Masi, they know what's going on in this world. Ask the Gemara, no. Because since Duma made an early announcement, clear, clear spots, because Shmuel's coming, oh, he sees the Chosh, he's Choshem. That's the way Rashi learns it. Tosus obviously learns not like that. Rather, he's Choshem, his father is saying, you're Choshem in this world where I am, in Elam that obviously he knows. You can't bring a riot from that because he's in Olam Abba. Rather, the shout is, but how did he know that Shemuel was about to die? That Shemuel was going to die in the next few days. How did he know that? Zuma doesn't, even Zuma doesn't know that so early on. He only knows the day before. It must be he knew what was going on in the, in the world of the living. He knew that Shemuel was ill. On that, on that Shemuel, um, <coughs> on that Shemuel response, um, the Gemara responds, because he was so cautious, Zuma made an early announcement. And that's how he knew Shemuel was going to die. So whichever Peshat you take, the Gemara says you've got no Raya, you've got no Raya that they know what's going on. Is that clear? Yeah? Okay. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Rabbiyena San Hodabe, so to Rabbiyena San retracted, even he agreed that they actually do know what's, uh, they do know what's going on in this world. So Omar Rabbi Shemuel Banachmini, Omar Rabbiyena San, Minayim Amesim Shemisaparim Zemzeh. From where do we know that the Mesim, they talk to one another? After they, the Nista. Shneman says, Hashem said to him, said to Moshe, this is the land of Hashem Ispati Labraham, Nitzchok Yaakov, I thought Abraham Nitzchok and Yaakov, Lamer, saying, My Lamer, what does it mean, Lamer? To say to who? Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Moshe, HaKadosh Baruch said to Moshe, Leich Amar Lahem, Labraham Nitzchok Yaakov, go tell Abraham Nitzchok and Yaakov, if you think that they don't know what's going on, <coughs> says the Gemara, if the Masons don't know what's going on in this world, so when Moshe would tell them, oh, your children have gone into Eretz Yisrael, or they're getting Eretz Yisrael, my hubby. If they don't know what's going on in this world, it doesn't mean anything. They're completely out of touch. It must be they know Elo. Uh, it must be they know what's going on. So it says to come on, the Odi, they do know what's going on. So Lomani the Neymaru, why do Moshe have to tell, t- uh, tell the uh, others? If they know what's going on, they can see with their, with their own eyes that Cloudy Soil are going to Eretz Soil. Answer the Gemara, You're right, they would know. But at least this way they'd have to they'd give a, a thank you to Moshe Rabbeinu. Thank you very much for telling us about this. And I, 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 I tried each time to sort of uh, not circumvent that problem because, you know, no, because, as you said, they've been promised it and they just kind of tell them that promise has been fulfilled. See, if you look at Rashi, we see, Rashi says, I, I, I think, I suspect the Peshat is, it's not just they forget, it doesn't mean anything to them. Once they're Nifta, they're now in Olam All masses of Olam Abor, they don't understand, they're in a different world, it doesn't mean anything to them anymore. Yeah? I think in the past I've said because it's been a, a big time, you know, time gap. As you said, it, it just doesn't really fit that. I mean, rather, Peshat is, if you say they don't know what's going on in the world, it's not because, because they can't see. Peshat, it doesn't mean anything to them. This world is like a, is like a different planet. It doesn't, I mean, it is a different planet, but it's, uh, 
But it, it, it's, it's not Shaykh to them anymore. So the Gemara says, well, if it is Shaykh, then they do know what's going on, so they can see it, so why did Moshe have to tell them? On tomorrow, just so they should sort of uh, give a thank you to Moshe, especially as based on what we explained, Moshe already told them sort of before they actually went in, but Moshe was able to say that because he was living above time. Yes. Yes. <coughs> Right. The, the answer is because they do know what's going on exactly you're right it's, it's, all, it's all with the knowledge you ask what about Rochel she was buried by the roadside and Chazal say what's the reason so that she when the children go out so she, she should be able to share in their pain etc yeah that Chazal is based on this it's because they do know you're right I mean I once had a sort of correspondence through somebody else with somebody else about this point, they said, well, you know, do they really know what's going on? What does it mean? And he, he sort of comes to the wrong conclusion with the Gemara. He thought the Mason don't know what's going on. I said, no, the conclusion of the Gemara is, the Chuleyam on Mason do know what's going on. It does mean something to them. Yeah? No, no, no. After he was lifted, he was going to go and tell them that Kali Yisrael have gone into Israel. The question we asked is, they hadn't actually gone in. But we said, the answer I gave in, I think on Thursday, share, is that based on the Medrash, Peshat said he lived through each generation. Before he died. He lived above time. And if he lived, he was sitting in this chair tonight. He lived, mothers together with each dar, I don't know, with each dar. And therefore he lived in Eretz Yisrael in, in that sense. And therefore he could go to the others and say they've already gone into Eretz Yisrael, even before, it, maybe you could add that as an added dimension to what the Gemara means. He was able to tell them even... Even though they were going to see it with their own eyes, but they would be Maxic Tovo because they sort of got it, you know, first hand, first, you know, hot off the press, if you see what I mean. With Moshe, he's just carrying out the command. It could be like a robot. I mean, it doesn't have to mean anything. The point, the, the point of the Gemara is, what's the point of telling our army to fucking out? It doesn't mean anything to them anymore. They've already moved on to a different world. And I might, even after they're dead, they still have connections to this world. Says the Gemara, Anyone who speaks derogatorily about their person, it's as if he's speaking about a stone. Some say that a Yodhi, that the mace doesn't know what he's talking about, doesn't know of it. The Ikadami, others say the Yodi, they do know about it, but they don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't make any mark on them. Ask the Gemara, any is that really the case? Well, one person spoke derogatorily about Mashmuel after he was Nifta. When Ophel Kanyom in Tanadine, a beam fell, fell from the roof, and split literally the, <coughs> the, the pocket of his brain, presumably, presumably the skull. I don't think it's just a membrane, it's presumably the skull. So, Shani Silver Mirabon, answer the Gemara, yeah, Tom and Chacham is different. The Kutch of Rikhu, Tom Abiyakre, maybe he doesn't care. 
Could be he doesn't know anything about it. But our Kodesh Baruch Hu Metzef, he does care, and our Kodesh Baruch Hu will be Tebea, he will claim his, that she claim his honor. Honor of Yishua ben Anyone who speaks after the bed of a Talmud Chochom. Now either this means he speaks derogatorily, or he relates the Avonis, the sins of a Talmud Chochom. No fell the Gehenna, he'll fall into Gehenna. Shenehman says, Those who tilt the scales, according to Rashi, they tilt their, the Akalkadis, the things they've done wrong. They mention all their Averos. Yodichem Hashem Esfadi, Oven Hashem will take such a person, such people, to the place of the evildoers, Ay Gehenim, Shalem Al Yisrael, meaning, Afira B'Shashe Shalem Al Yisrael, according to Rashi, that means, even at a time that there's peace on Yisrael, even if the person speaking derogatorily, it's such a tzaddik, he would have gone straight to Ghanedim, and it's the only thing he did wrong, still, Shiyot Yichem Hashem Esfadi Oven, Hashem will make him, take him to Gehenim. Why? Because Tana Debe Rabbi Shmuel, Im Raisa Tana Chochem, Shoba Avera Balaylo, if you see a Tana Chochem, it did something, it did an Avera at night, don't think about it during the day. Shem also to because maybe he's already done to Shubah. Maybe you think. The morning when it's definitely done to Shubah. clarifies the Gemara. That's only things which are sort of body Averis. In other words, it's not. <coughs> it's uh, as opposed to Avod Bumamayna as a Mahadela Mori. But if the Tanah Chacham is monetary, he stole somebody's money. You don't have to say, well, you know, Tana Chochem definitely did Teshuvah. He may have done Teshuvah, we're not questioning that. But I want my money back. So until he returns the money, you can still go, you can see to it, there's Perlis in it, you can go and have it out with him. That's the way Rashi explains it. Tosh explains the whole thing, he's talking about derogatory, and therefore the Peshat and the Gemara is, those who, are, who speak derogatory about them, Hashem will take Perlis or Oven, Hashem will take Perlis or Oven, means, even after the mace is dead, I mean, obviously he's dead, but he's a mace, even though he's not going to argue, he doesn't care, as we said. Hashem says, I will personally claim his honor, as we saw with Mashmuel, and the person will end up again. The Chastad and the Kovitz in 24 places, the Basin puts a person into Nidri because of the Kovitz of the Rav. The Kunan Shalina, the Mishnah, saying to all of them, we have learned in our Mishnah. so we go through one by one in order now of the Mishnayis. Hamasafah Hamitzosan Shal Tamid Dechachom Mayhi. What's that? This time because we learn from the Mishnah in idiots. Who are your Eimah? Kavim and Mahalal used to say, Eimah, we don't give to drink the waters of the soda to drink. Lo esagiyores, not to egiyores. Some of you are a female convert. Velo esamashukheres or a shifcha, a former shifcha who's been freed and is now a Jewess. We don't give her to drink. Rashi says, we're talking about when she's married to a... It's a Machoik, it's that, but that's the... If she's married to a Jew, um, you know, even if she's married, sorry, to a, a Ger, even if the Ger is married to a Ger, even in such a situation where they're both of the same kind, we don't give the water of the soto. But the Chachomim, I mean, the Chachomim say, Mashkin, we do give to drink. We do give to drink. 
is that at the same time you do give the shrink. It's only if, only in a situation where he's a gal and she's a gyoya, uh, she's, she's a fully fledged, you know, Yisraelis, then we don't give the shrink. That's the shit of the Chachon. So, the Amrudos, they said to the, to the, to the, the Chachon said to Akavya, Maita the Chachon, so there's a story with, in either the name of the place or a woman called, um, <coughs> I mean, she was called Karkomis, either that was her name, or the, because she lived in a place called Karkomis. Shifcha, she was a Shifcha. Meshachrara, so Yerushalayim had been freed in Yerushalayim. Veshkua, Shemayah Avtalian, and Shemayah Avtalian gave her the waters of Sotah to drink. So you see, she was a Kiyoris, she was married to a girl, and they gave her to drink. But Omar Ohem, so Kaviyah said back to them, you can't prove anything from there. Dugma Yeshkua, they gave her to drink of their own Dugma, of their own kind. Now the Shemayah and Avtalian also gave him, that's why they did it. So according to Rashi's Mamash and Abeiro, how could they, how could Akavya speak about it in such a fashion? About Akavya, about Shema and Atalia? When he does, they put him in Nidu. When he makes Nidu, when he died in a state of Nidu, he was locked in a state of Nidu, and literally stoned his coffin. I said, it brings an oral, so it says it was actually just, just derogatory, it wasn't a, a sin. Because Shasta, they did it, it wasn't really uh, giving soda water, says uh, Akavya. They gave just sort of a bitter water, Died water, it didn't blot out the name of Hashem, it wasn't a sin, but it was derogatory. It was a derogatory way to speak about Shema and Abtali. Next one, Ramazazam and Kiyat Sadai, Mayi, what's that case? This time, because we learned in the Mishnah, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Chas Vesholim Shakabi Vemahalal on this Nadal. Chas Vesholim Shakabi Vemahalal, he's put a nippy, can't be. Shein Azolim in Eretz Akolodom Yisrael, the Chokmo Vitaro Vyerasei Kakabi Vemahalal. When the courtyard is of the Beit Hamikdash is locked, at the time of Shaft and the Koran Pesach, <coughs> you wouldn't find anyone in that courtyard who is as great as, as the Kabbalah and Mahalala in wisdom, purity, and Yerashtayt, fear of sin. Elas, me, rather, who did they put in Nidhi? The story went like this. It was as Elodom and Chanoich. The Sami Khuda, Elodom and Chanoich. Shepik Begin and Tirasadayim. He challenged the whole Mitzvah and Tirasadayim. When he died, Shochu Basin Basin sent along the Nichael Evan Gadol Al Arino. They placed a big stone on his coffin. The Lamed Chos, the teacher, Shkalam is not anyone who's put a Nidui. Who meets in a Nidui and he dies in a state of Nidui. Basin second is Arino. Basin stone his coffin. Amigis Atikavi Malat Malamai. What's the story of somebody? What's the case of somebody who speaks with Gaiva, <coughs> with pride, with with uh, pride towards Shamayim? This time we do learn from the Mishnah. Shalak lo shim ben shotak, shim ben shotak sent a message, lo chenia magul. Sorry chatoy desnadis. The way you spoke to our Kodesh Baruch Hu saying, Nu adam vrei, where is it? Come on already. You're deserving to be put in nidu. Ve'lemoni chenia asa, but if not for the fact that you're chenia, ge'ezhani olecho nidu, I would have put you in nidu. Avomot esa, but what can I do? Shalak lo shim ben shotak, shim ben shotak sent a message, lo chenia magul. Sorry chatoy desnadis. The way you spoke to our Kodesh Baruch Hu saying, Nu adam vrei, where is it? Come on already. The Pasuk says, your father and your mother should rejoice. rejoice. To feed them as a remembrance for the Beis Hamikdash, to feed them the goats um, on Lel Pesach, they should be sort of roasted the way it was done in the times of the Beis Hamikdash. The kulotim is literally like arms, isn't like a klezai, because everything was folded together over the spit. It was all in one piece. 
So Sholach Le Shem Ben Shotak, so Shem Ben Shotak sent him a message. In a Mali Tudus, if not the fact you're Tudus, Kazani or Lechonidi, I will put you in Nidus. Because you're feeding Kali Sar Kotchim outside of the Beis Hamikdash. People may get the wrong end of the stick, they'll think it's proper Kotchim, eating outside the Beis Hamikdash, they'll come to the wrong conclusion. They may have to be Magdish Kotchim in Bizman Alze, eat them in England. Terrible things. Says Gemara, so why don't you list that case? Answer Gemara, the Mishnah, the Mishnah, We were looking for 24 cases and our Mishnah is. Baha Brighter, you're not so brighter. Ask Gemara, you must eat in Lekha, you can't find the case in the Mishnah. For Ika, what about the phoning? Ho, just now in the phoning Mishnah. Chotchu Chulyas. Chatochu Chulyas. If he cut up the oven into pieces, into slices. Venosan Chobe in Chulya, the Chulya. And he placed sand in between each piece, stacked them up, and then plastered around it. Does that have the bit of a broken Klicheres, a broken earthenware vessel? And that's not the Kabul Tumor. So Rabbi Yezah Mitzayi said, yes, it's sorry, it can't be Mekabal Tumah, but Chachomim Mitzayi and the Chachomim say it's Mekabal Tumah. V'zehu Tanura Shel Achnoi, and this is the oven of Achnoi. My Achnoi, what does that mean? Omer Rabbi Yudah Mashmuel, Menami is teaching that Sheh Kifu Halochos Ka'achnoi, that they surrounded it with Halochos, like a snake. Ka'achnoi is there like this snake with Tumu, and they pronounce it Tome. They brought Raya upon Raya to prove that Rabbi Yezah was wrong. The Tanya has been taught in a brighter. Otayem, that day that they proved them wrong. Hebiu called Taharish, Shethiyah, Rabbi Yezah, they brought to make their point, because Rabbi Yezah obviously didn't agree with them. They brought all the things which he has been retired based on his halacha. They started from and they burnt all of them. They followed in front of him. But about seven at the end, they put him in Nidu. It's a euphemism. They blessed him and it means they put him in Nidu. I think so, yeah. Anything which is being retired based on this, on this, uh, on this, uh, Rashi says, Shinatu Batana is there, they'd be made in the oven or attached to the airspace of this oven, the one in question. Obviously, this oven had actually had a sheriff inside it, so that was the Makhluk, that's how the Makhluk started. Yeah, this, this was at the beginning. When they made it, they made it in this fashion. And therefore the question is, does it always have a status of a broken klicheres that can never become Tommy? You know, some, some guy, according to some Achnoi, was the name of the person actually. He had this bright idea. We can get, you know, circumvent the whole problem. That's right. That's right. It's considered a sort of, uh, sort of broken stop. And the Chafon is saying, no way. We don't agree with it. So, in the end they put him in Nidhi. So you've got another case. That's a Mishnah. That's a Mishnah in Canaan. Answer the Gemara, Afido Hochi, even so, Nidhi Vamasnis and Lotanam. We don't find the case of Nidhi in the Mishnah, Elach Bachatzalad, except in the Chatzalad, we claim it's in 24 places. <coughs> that Nidhi was only in the Brighter. The Mishnah talked with the case, but the mention of the Nidhi was in the Brighter. Hechonishkachaslo, so where, um, sorry, 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 I misread that. Afido Hochi, even so, Nidhi Vamasnis and Lotanam. The Nidhi is not mentioned in the Mishnah. Full stop. Ask the Gemara that the Chafdal in the Kaimos Hecha Mishka Chaslo. Yeah, is that, is that the way they put it there? I think I think possibly on Friday I read it the first way. You probably get away with either way, but I think that's that that's, that way fits better. Yeah. And the Chafdal in the Kaimos Hecha Mishka Chaslo. So where do you get the twenty-four plates? I think that's the better way to read it. So Rabbi Yishuah ben Nevi, Medan the Milsa, the Milsa, answers the Gemara, Rabbi Yishuah ben Nevi, he compares one to the other. In other words, wherever he saw in a Mishnah, somebody, a Yochid, who, who argues 
very violently against the against the rabbim, or somebody spoke, you know, with a chutzpah towards Shammai or something like that. He would say this Mishnah is a case deserving of nidus. Not that there's actually twenty-four mentions of nidus. But Rabbi Lozo only found three. Lemidam and Nilsa and did not compare one to another. And therefore he said, I can only find three. We have the case of the Mishnah, as we said, those who are carrying the coffin, those who are going to carry it, and even those who are going to carry it to the third in line, maybe they'll suddenly be needed. The second in line won't be there. We don't take a mace out of the time of Kriyashima. If they did, if they began, they shouldn't have done. In other words, they're already getting, getting close to the time of Kriyashima. And they start, they shouldn't. Enough seeking, we don't stop. Asking why any is that really the case? But Rabbi Yisrael, of course, some of the Kriyashima. Rabbi Yisrael, they did take out some of the Kriyashima. Answer the Gemara, Adam Choshev Shani. It's different with somebody who's Choshev like Rabbi Yisrael. <coughs> he overrides the COVID of Kriyashima. The Rama brings this. The Rosh and the Rif don't. And we said because nowadays there's no such thing as an Adam Choshev. Maybe the Raman holds it's relative to the generation, but and that's spelled out by the Taz. Any faith we talk about an Adam Choshev in the Gemara, it doesn't apply nowadays. We talked about those in front of the coffin, those behind the coffin. Tonerabon, it's been taught in a brighter. Those who are busy with the Hesper, at the time that the mate is in front of them, he's in the room. And they go away one at a time, they slip out, the Korean, and they read Kriyashima. And who has in, says uh, Rabbi Niyona, they don't. If the mate is not there, then they can sit there at the time of the Hesper, and they can read Kriyashima. And the, the Ovel, he sits there silent. Then they stand up to Daven Shemona Esrei. He stands up, the Ovel stands up. And in fact, he's actually an Oine. He's, he's not even an Ovel yet. It's before the, the Kvura. And he says to the Kadim. And he says, also the world, sin very much in front of you, but in the class of the many echad in the other, you haven't paid me in retribution, even one out of a thousand of what I'm deserving. may be your will. Israel, and the breaches of all your people, the house of Yisrael, with mercy. It's not advisable for a person to speak like that. The Omer Rabbi Shimon ben Lokish, the Chain Town of Mishmed Rabbi Yesi, says it's been taught in the name of Rabbi Yesi. The Oil of Al Yitzhak holds on Pivla Sasa, and a person should never open up his mouth to the Sasa. To say, Hashem, I'm really deserving of much more punishment, you shouldn't speak like that. The Omer Rabbi Yesi says, Rabbi Yesi, where's the Possum for that? Shinemon says, Kemat Kisemoyinu. The people said in Yeshaya, we're Kemat, we're almost like today. My other Hadaru Novi, what did the Novi reply to them? Shimu the Hashem, listen to the Hashem, Kitine Sadoim. Calls them people of Sadoim. Kobra Tamez, finally, we said that once they bury the Mesa Khosu and they're ready to go back to <coughs> comfort the Avilim, the Khulu, etc. So we said in the mission, if they can start Kriya Shema before they, and finish before they get to the, to the Shura, they should do so. Is that only if they can begin and complete the whole of Shema? I will pair a kechol, but just one chapter. A pasuk kechol, or just one parasha, or one pasuk. Loy, that wouldn't be enough. Or a minu, we've got a bride which contradicts that. It says, "Kovre asamet." If they bury the mace, the chodra, and they're ready to go back, imichelin ha'asil v'ligmar afiru pair a kechol. If they can begin um, and complete even one parak, a pasuk kechol, or one uh, one pasuk, then that's enough. 
Actually, based on the Shulchan Aruch, the Chazru could mean the Avelim have already gone back, which we saw the other day after the Shir. Remember? The, the, the Avelim have already gone back. The Chazru, they've gone back, and now the people are falling behind to go and give them, to comfort them. So the person, he's got a certain amount of time, if he's got enough time to say even one post, says the Bryson. He says, Yes, that's what it says. If they can begin and complete even one parak or even one posuk, actually, I give it our shura before they reach the shura, yasiru, they should begin. And if not, lo yasiru, they shouldn't even begin. Have a very good walk. And a muzzle talk to Colin for tomorrow.